Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. Today is Friday, uh, January 26th, 2024, and this is edition number 30 of season nine as we continue looking at the book of Deuteronomy. Now, my name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. Today we're going to consider Deuteronomy chapter 30. Let's pray first. Our Father in heaven, as we come again to your word, we come asking that you would guide and direct us and help us, that you, the through the eternal spirit, would uh, instruct us in the matters that are here in your word, that it would guide our lives, that it would change our hearts and our minds, that it might help us to glorify you in all that we do. Be gracious to us now, we pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, Deuteronomy chapter 30 uh, is it really falls in almost, I would say, the perfect spot in Moses' exposition and uh, sermon given to the second generation of the people of Israel. If you back all the way up to Deuteronomy chapter 27, you notice the consequences that'll come to any of God's people that deviate from his law, deviate from that which he has commanded. Deuteronomy 28, we notice the blessings of God that come uh, to his redeemed people, as well as additional curses that... um, that'll be placed on his people if they turn away from him. And Deuteronomy 29, we have the covenant renewed and, 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 um, and, and restated uh, for, uh, for the people and the reminder of all that God has done for them. And now in Deuteronomy 30, we have the subject of repentance and forgiveness. Because what's going to happen, of course, is that just like you understand in your Christian experience, as I understand in my Christian experience, while we are the redeemed of the Lord and we want to serve him, we, we know that we fall short of his glory. We know that we uh, turn away from that which he has told us. Uh, sometimes we do it um, with sins of omission, not doing what we should do, sins of commission, doing what we shouldn't do. Um, and so in Deuteronomy 30, we have the solution. It's given to us, of course, in this whole issue of repentance and forgiveness and what that looks like, what it is and what it looks like. And of course, rooted, all of it rooted in the very person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me just read the first 10 verses of Deuteronomy 30, beginning with verse 1. And when all these things come upon you, the blessing and the curse which I have set before you, and you call them to mind among all the nations where the Lord your God has driven you, And return to the Lord your God, you and your children, and obey his voice and all that I command you today with all your heart and with all your soul. Then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you, and he will gather you again from all the peoples where the Lord your God has scattered you. If your outcasts are in the uttermost parts of heaven, from there the Lord your God will gather you, and from there he will take you. And the Lord your God will bring you into the land that your fathers possess, that you may possess it. And he will make you more prosperous and numerous than your fathers. And the Lord your God will circumcise your heart and the heart of your offspring, so that you will love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, that you may live. And the Lord your God will put all these curses on your foes and enemies who persecuted you. And you shall again obey the voice of the Lord and keep all his commandments that I command you today. The Lord your God will make you abundantly prosperous in all the work of your hand in the fruit of your womb, and in the fruit of your cattle, and in the fruit of your ground. For the Lord, the Lord will again take delight in prospering you, as he took delight in your fathers. When you obey the voice of the Lord your God, to keep his commandments and his statutes that are written in this book of the law, when you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. 
Now, it is quite obvious, of course, as you read through this section, that God, the God of heaven, our heavenly Father, is very concerned with the attitudes of our hearts, the attitudes of our soul. He wants obedience from his redeemed people in every fiber of their being and every, uh, every pore that we possess, everything that is us, everything that we are. He wants us to give to him and live to his glory. But, of course, there are times when we do turn away from the God of heaven and we have this hope. It's extended to us here in this chapter <clears throat> and that hope is that as we return to the Lord, <clears throat> seeking to obey all that he has commanded, and we do so with our whole heart and soul in mind, the Lord does restore us. The Lord does forgive and he does um, he does continue to guide and direct us as our Heavenly Father. Now, repentance, of course, is something that is given to us as a gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, we cannot will repentance. Uh, we must be granted that by God himself. The eternal spirit <coughs> works and turns the heart of men, <clears throat> the hearts of men, that they might <coughs> then, excuse me, then seek the Lord with all of their heart, soul, mind, and strength. But on the other side of that, of course, is the great comfort and hope that when we do fail and fall short of God's glory, that he does indeed forgive us. You know, the Apostle John tells us this in 1 John 1, 9. <clears throat> if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, to continue to hold out that glorious promise to bring us into the new heavens and the new earth. But this is a work of the Lord, of course. That's why repentance is a work of the Holy Spirit. It is his work uh, in that no man can boast in their own abilities uh, to <clears throat> turn away from their own sin. We depend upon and we <clears throat> rely upon <clears throat> the very grace of the Holy Spirit to help us in these matters. And so when we do fall short of God's glory, uh, we can be comforted with the reality that our Heavenly Father will receive us. He will not turn aside, He will not reject us, but as we come to Him by faith, believing, that his love is for that he is for us and that he has placed an eternal love upon us that he will indeed forgive us uh, for uh, our sins and so as god's redeemed people we we want to choose life we want to choose uh, the god of heaven uh, the author of life uh, the one who's given us not only the physical life that we possess but he's given us the new birth the new life if you will uh, that life that holds out that eternal promise that he will guide us, he will direct us, he will forgive us, and he will bring us safely into our heavenly rest. While I trust these times are helpful, if you have any comments or questions, you can leave me a note. The way to reach me is there before you on the screen. And so until the Monday edition, uh, when we consider Deuteronomy uh, 31, may the Lord help you today to walk according to all that he has told you. God bless.